Woohoo! Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to have our first returning guest. Yes, I tell every guest, hope to have you on the show. And then you're the first one who I actually ask about. So please welcome Lynn Sun. How are you doing? Yay! Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me back. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you back because we were just at Aiden Park's, um, you know, business of comedy class. And it was awesome. And it's just great to see you in person. And you're doing so many things. So over the last two years, you've Mm -hmm. done the Fuck It show. You started up produced by Lynn Sun. You've also done a Hulu special. Now you're going to have an hour special. So, oh, my God, tell us tell (laughs) us a little bit what's what's it been like? Um, so the, the thing with the hour is that, so, it, okay, in, uh, well, I decided to do the hour um, in January, right? Or something like that. Or like in 2020, I thought about, oh, I should um, do one hour basically for myself. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I just want to do it for me and for anybody who's ever said that I couldn't do it, right? You know, we have, we all have that ego. Oh, yeah. Yes. So then I, um, and and originally, I just said, well, I want to get my massage material out there yes. and then never do that material again. <laughs> because, because only, and I love the material, but I was thinking about it because I want, I just wanted to do like prime time, late night, and be on TV. That's so I'm true. thinking, well, maybe the massage material people won't, obviously I can't do it on TV, but I didn't want people to like research me and have that be my thing, right? anyway that's why I wanted to do the hour and then I put the I put it out there that I was going to do the hour and then the producer for comedy invasion calls me Mm. and it's like oh so we'd like for you to cast you and do to do 30 minutes in comedy invasion and I'm not going to turn that down right so I've already I already put out the one hour uh, publicity and now I got comedy invasion so that's why I have two you know, it wasn't like I'm a beast and I'm like, oh, I got cast for 30 minutes and I'm going to do an hour. <laughs> you are a beast, though. Don't, don't. So, OK, let's talk about the Hulu special, because I was at the taping. It was yeah. epic. Can you tell us what is actually like going through the process? So the taping. So I, I, I submitted myself like in June 2019 hmm. or something like that hmm. and uh, through a friend. And, and, and then um, I just sent in my stuff and I was pretty new then. So I'm like, you know, it's not going to go anywhere really. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hear anything from him until 2021, 20, <laughs> I guess because yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah. So I didn't hear anything from him until two years later. And the cool thing is you guys, like he, um, he follows me on Facebook, like we're Facebook mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. So he saw that I continued to work through the pandemic and, you know, like, and I'm very open about myself on my social media. So um, I guess he, 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 he enjoyed that vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then that's why he cast me. So don't knock social media marketing because it works, uh, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I loved you on the special because I feel everyone was good, but I feel like you were the most natural out of everyone. Um, thank you like uh-huh. uh, what, what was it like just taping because I remember like the air conditioning was broken and then we oh were- my god <laughs> I know so but the funny thing is the air conditioning worked fine the day before so they taped um, <laughs> yeah so they taped two four they taped two people the night before okay or four people or some, four people the night before and then we got the Sunday one right and we were the 3 p.m Sunday mm-hmm. and the air conditioner broke that morning or something like that like right before the taping started we were like what the hell (laughs) you know yeah yeah huh you guys did a great job regardless of the of the heat 
I, I remember standing on stage going, man, if it wasn't hot, people would probably laugh more. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we, they told us to like, in the beginning, they were like, you know, they were testing our laughs. I yeah. don't know if we were in there. They were just like, yeah, laugh to make sure the cameras can pick it up and we're packing people. It was a pretty packed theater though. I would say at least 200 people were there. Or am I? Well, no, it was, it's a 200 seat theater, but they only let us oh, fill yeah. a little yeah. bit, like a hundred. Yeah. Like whatever, but. You know, I had fun, so you know, <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> um, so what was it like just writing all that stuff? Because I, I do love all your massage material. Um, yeah. Like, did they ask you to cut anything, or they're just like no yourself? No, they because I, I'm, you know, I was like, it does have to be clean, and it's not for TV, you know. So they're like, no, okay. just do all your material. And then he, but he said, he goes, I like your your uh, kinky material <laughs> yeah you're, you're, it's it's the best I love it and that makes sense that you're putting it out and then you know doing it for clean tv um <laughs> so uh, what is it like being a producer because you're you're doing so many things like tell us a little bit about that. the thing about being producer it's like wearing two different hats you know it's hard it's not hard but it's the challenging part about being a producer in the beginning is that I'm also a comedian so then I understand both sides, right? So I understand being how it is to be a comedian and then how it is to be a producer. Because when you're a producer, you need to make, you want to make money. Yeah. At least I do. Like, I'm not a producer for fun. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah, used to yeah, be yeah. because I just didn't know any better. But now I know the business a little more. So I, I want to make money. I have a kid to feed. I can't just, I'm a single mom. I have to feed my kid. I can't just do comedy for fun. <laughs> For sure. And you know I mean? say, your kid is so awesome. He's like, so oh, thank you. Like, you know, really respectful, really cute. And it's just, you know, it's just great to see him like kind of growing up before our eyes. Um, so can, <laughs> you, can you tell us a little bit more about like what you wish comics knew about like the, the producer side and like the business side of comedy? That I wish comics knew that comedy is a business, that mm -hmm. you are a business. And it took me a while to learn that too. I kind of always had business sense, but I didn't really get it as much until now, like currently. Mm -hmm. But we're a business. Like we have to operate as a business, be professional. Like when we submit to bookers, mm -hmm. we can't act like the booker already knows who we are because they don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> we can't be um, like, hey, what's up? Love to perform at your club. Here's my number. Like, no, <laughs> we don't know you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally like, get that. Introduce yourself. Oh, this is where I play. This is my credits. You know, I've heard a lot about your club. I'd love to be on your show. You know, tell me what I need to do. I'd love to bring my friends. I have a following, whatever it is. And I know some people are like, I don't want to sell myself. But dude, it's a business. <laughs> you uh, have to sell yourself. Mm -hmm. Who, who? Because my thing is always this. Who's going to sell your, who's going to sell you for you? <laughs> right, Exactly. Exactly. You ain't Chris Rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so what would be the difference between like the people that you take versus the people that you maybe put on the back burner for now? Um, oh my God. Am I going to be honest and <laughs> yes. open? You want like the truth, truth. Okay. So, you know, for the, so, so for a show, like I do like the fuck it show for those shows, um, we book really strong professional level comics, mm. right? Okay. The problem is professional, not well, professional level, but they're, they haven't made it yet is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Right. So they're really good comics. They just, they're just in limbo between showcase and Netflix special. Do you know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, so with comics like that have been doing com- comedy for a while and they're really strong and make the show look really good. But, um, you know, their friends are already burnt out. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> like their friends don't want to come to shows anymore. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? But they still haven't built enough of a following to where they post a flyer and everybody just shows up. I see. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's that. So, they, but, but they're really strong, skillful, good, you know, Netflix special worthy comics. It's just, they're not there yet. Right. right. Um, so the fucking show we look for, we used to look for really strong level comics like that. And then we realized, but who, 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 you can't expect the producers to just fill seats for you. (laughs) Like you have to pitch in. I'm just saying pitch in. You don't have to fill the room, Mm -hmm. but you know, pitch in anyway. But so then I learned now with my shows with the uh, produced by Lin Sun, all my, I'm producing four shows now, now next month. So with that, it's more like, okay, so we have the pro level comics and then you have to mix it with comics who are still new and who are good enough to book and their friends still want to come see them <laughs> yes yes you know what I mean part of the, the burnt out part I feel like I right yeah <laughs> so, really- <laughs> yeah because now you know I'm still a business like this is we still gotta make money and I like to pay my comics that's amazing right so yeah. I mean I'm not paying them enough to go buy a new car obviously yeah, but like right. I'm paying like, them I'm it, giving them something you know yeah because like most of the show well, I guess because you know I'm just kind of in Orange County where it's not like LA you know as yeah. well you know for fun but I'm surprised at how few producers pay their comics you know and I never expected but it's a nice thing for sure oh but can I say something about the pay yeah. like and for me personally what because I ask myself a lot of questions and I always reflect back to me because I'm always like if if I want to be paid am I good enough to be paid <laughs> mm, that's true Do you know what I'm saying like yeah. just because I have a loose five minute set that I just got from a show I did at a graduation mm-hmm. show should I be making 50 bucks you know what I mean mm-hmm. what is a graduation show like I'm so curious. it's pretty well graduate the thing is when so when I took a grad when I took a class so you do like eight weeks of class you put together a set your teacher oh, helps you show. oh graduation. Mm-hmm, oh. a comedy show yeah and then they the host of the, the class does a showcase right mm-hmm and yeah. most people don't come right out of class after four weeks of doing comedy and have like a kick-ass tight five. Right. Yeah. Usually it's like a looser five because mm-hmm. you're still new, right? Yeah. Um, so if I only have a loose five and I'm still a student, why do I expect to be paid? That doesn't make sense. That's so true. Right. Yeah, so that's, yeah. Classes. Yeah. Huh? I forgot that people had comedy classes. I thought it was like <laughs> a college graduation people put out a <laughs> no. which would be really cool, but Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Did you take comedy classes? Yeah. What? I still do. Yeah. Oh, do I take it? You said? Do I take yeah, we, classes? Yeah, we just went to a comedy class together. What am I saying? I mean, like, um, I kind of yeah. like the Judy Carter classes, like the structure. Absolutely. Well, no, you know what? Structure doesn't work as well for me only because I start feeling inadequate. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not good at structure. You're so funny, naturally. <laughs> so yeah. I mean I, I know how to write it. I know the joke structure but when you start giving me too many rules oh yeah, yeah. Too many mechanics I start getting confused and you know <laughs> like I start like what no but yeah, <laughs> I mean you you're already like at a super high level so that's that's awesome um can you can you tell us like so you know last time we recorded this it was like kind of pre-pandemic 
And yeah. then now, you know, obviously we've lived through this bullshit. Can you tell us a little bit more about like what what has a pandemic been like for you? Um, the pandemic was amazing for me. Awesome. It really was. And I'm not, and, and this is not to say I didn't feel bad for people who lost loved ones and you know, right. who went through yeah. stuff. But for me, because can I tell you, like before the pandemic, I prayed and I was like, I just want to be able to stay home, mm. work on my craft, <laughs> you know, and not have to pay a sitter because sitter is expensive. So I'm like, okay, I, I just want to stay home, work on my craft and pay a sitter, not have to pay a sitter. Right. And then the pandemic happened and I did not want to be an ingrate. <laughs> so the pandemic happened. And I, the universe kind of granted me what I was wishing for. So I'm like, well, then I need to get my shit together. Right. <laughs> and make it work. <laughs> so it's like, I, I think you're a superwoman to me. Like, how do you like just handle parenting and producing shows and, you know, being a comedian and how do you just manage the time? Well, number one, I don't have a husband. <laughs> yes. I don't have a, I don't have an extra person to have to attend to. Yeah. Um, and then number two, I don't clean my apartment. Yeah, I don't either. Like this is oh. this is real. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. Something the the ball's gonna drop somewhere. Yeah, and it's not gonna be my comedy career, and it's not gonna be my son, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it ain't gonna be. I I don't need to. I'm gonna wait until I always just wait until well, like I can afford to hire a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. And then I pay a housekeeper once or whatever to come and do like a full cleaning. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't move the needle. I mean, I'm yeah, I respect cleaners. I respect people who can organize stuff. You know, but it's yeah, like, if you're a comic, you're a producer, you're gonna do that, and you know, you're a mom. So like, comes <laughs> first, you know, the cleaning. Okay, you're gonna mess it up anyway. You know, so it's like. <laughs> um, can you can you tell us like uh, how how do you think you've Hello? Changed- over yeah can you hear me can you hear me hello i can hear you now yeah oh, okay perfect okay mm-hmm. and internet um yeah how what do you think is like the biggest change for you in the last two years as a comic oh the big oh my gosh so um believing in myself more is a big one mm-hmm. like believe um believing that because i have this thing probably from childhood trauma but th- feeling like i'm never doing enough Mm. You know, like you could say, Lynn, your Hulu taping was amazing. It was excellent. And I'd still be like, was it though? You know, <laughs> Didn't, you know what I'm saying? I would still be like that. But then, yeah. and even for my one hour, you know, I still had stories in my head about how, of course, everyone's laughing. They're all my friends. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, they didn't have to be at the taping. Do you know what I mean? They chose yeah. to be there. Yeah. So anyway, so believing in myself is a big one like understanding that I do have value and something to offer to you know the the comedy world the industry absolutely mm-hmm. yeah um that's a big one and and I'm telling you again understanding that this is a business has been huge mm. huge for me you're right and I and think that's, that's yeah go ahead I'm oh, sorry you go no and I think that's what I needed because I kept asking myself like how do I get myself to the next level you know, how do I break through? What am I missing? There's like a missing piece of the puzzle. And mm-hmm. I think this is part of it. Like just understanding I have to, I have to market myself. <laughs> yes. And you're marketing all the time, which I love. And do you have any tips or comics who like could use some advice before they go on your show? Like how do you wish they could promote? Promoting themselves as a comic? 
Yeah, you like, know, what the, do you wish it would actually do? So they I um I feel like it's quality over quantity. Mm, okay. Because uh, uh, this is, again, just my style. Everyone has their own style, right? So for me personally, I don't like to just post five times a day, you know, mm. bombard yeah. my, my Instagram with just a bunch of random shit. Like I, mm-hmm. everything I post has a purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and then once a month or something, I'll do something stupid like that um, Valentine's date. <laughs> Three hundred dollars a day for a Valentine's date. I think I'm gonna miss that. I'll, I'll go back and watch because your posts are really good. They're very in depth. They're very deep, so mm-hmm. I do enjoy it. And I'm like catching. You have like so many shows coming up. And do you know when your Hulu special is coming out? They said spring of this year, right? Or like when? Yeah, you know because you know they're still shopping it, right? So they're still trying. Um, they're still. I mean, we say it's Hulu, but I think they they're still shopping it to other streaming services oh that's even better then right so um you know because last year was on hulu so they just kept saying hulu but uh um yeah so they're still shopping it and they said in february we're probably gonna find out where it's gonna land nice and then um it they wanted to be out the latest um is asian heritage month which makes sense in may i'm such a bad asian i know it's in may i don't know where the heritage month is i don't know (laughs) Um, and you've, you've also been doing more like sponsorships too. So like, can you tell us a little bit more about like how, how did you reach out to like corporate sponsors and like, what, what has that been like? So, you know, like the crazy, I don't, I don't know how to do corporate sponsors, but, um, I remember because, you know, I have this thing about myself where I feel like I should get everything done. Just meet me myself, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I, I'm like, who, who's going to want to support me and whatever. So, um, but for my taping, I wanted to do donuts because Cambodian and donuts. Yes. Right. Yes. And um, I wanted champagne for everybody as a celebration. Awesome. So, um, and I just posted like, oh, I'm looking for a donut shop that would sponsor a hundred donuts. It was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're taping. And then someone, re- someone recommended, one of my good friends recommended DK Donuts, which is a popular donut shop okay. um, owned by Cambodians, obviously. So then I, all, I just DM them. <laughs> So I just took a, took a chance. I sent them a DM and she's like, oh, can you email us? And then uh, I emailed them and they were like, we'd love to help you. Because for me, again, also here's the thing about the selling points. So I said to me, I said, I'm going to be the first Cambodian comedian to have a special. Yes. Out on a streaming service. Right. So I, I sold that point and then they were like, of course, we're going to help you. You're the first. You're, mm-hmm. you're our people. <laughs> So then, um, so then I messaged, um, an, a Cambodian apparel company mm-hmm. on Instagram and told them the same thing. Right. And they were like, well, then of course we're going to send you apparel. Mm-hmm. So they sent me my sweatshirt, my hoodie for the mm-hmm. taping. So that's, you, you just got to reach out. Like you yeah. just got to like take that chance and not feel stupid. And what, you know, like everyone says, what's the worst they can say is no. Right. Exactly. And then you're you know? at the same place anyway, like no harm done. <laughs> Um, yeah go ahead yeah you go you go no I was just gonna say it's just you know you just got to break through that fear of rejection Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and I I'm so curious about Cambodians so like can you tell Mm -hmm. us what what do you wish the world would know more about Cambodians and why donut shops which is very smart but I'm just curious how how you guys got the donuts you know honestly like I'm 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 a very bad Cambodian No, no, I'm not, not that I'm a bad Cambodian, but I was, I was here since I was six months old. 
Oh, so you're basically like I'm basically American, but um, I just have a Cambodian heritage. But the if you watch the Donut King, if you watch the Donut King documentary, is that on Netflix? Uh, I forgot where it's. Oh, where okay. did I watch it? Okay. HBO or okay. somewhere? I, I don't remember. But I watched the Donut King, and then the gentleman came and worked at Windchills, and then he worked at Windchills, and he was like, "How do I do this myself?" Mm-hmm. How do I make a profit myself? Because he saw that Winchell's was making so much money, mm-hmm. right? So then the, uh, the owner of Winchell's taught him everything. He opened his first donut shop. And then he taught a bunch of um, his relatives and stuff mm-hmm. that he sponsored from Cambodia how to do it. And then it was just kind of just trickle down. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a MLM. <laughs> yes. MLMs are genius. You guys, you know, donut, donut shop seems like such a great business to me because my tenants are also Cambodian. So it's uh-huh. nice. Yeah, they're supporting me and you know their rent. So it's it's I think it's very fascinating. And I think I don't know. I think I had like a Cambodian landlady as well from well, like it was my ex and then his landlady was Cambodian and she oh, talked cool. a little bit about like the revolution and stuff. I was, it was yeah. like, mind boggling because, you know, China had their own cultural revolution and you guys had a yeah. revolution. It was like yeah. tense, you know, but um, it sure yeah, is. Anything- and Cambodian food is great. You guys go try Cambodian food in Long Beach. What's a good restaurant? Okay. I need to write this down. What's your recommendation? Um, so in Long Beach, I always go to a restaurant called Hakiang, which is H A K H E A N G. Okay. Huh. <laughs> what does it mean? And huh? What does it mean? Uh, girl, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do you speak a language with like your I family? Do, but oh, okay. but Hien, I think it's it's more like a title of a town, ta- a name of a town or something. Oh, it's okay. not it's not a word. So okay. um, but I'm I tell you people all the time for Cambodians, the food, it's not healthy. <laughs> so you're not gonna go for organic and fucking gluten free shit. Like you're not gonna do that, you know. What kind? What kind is it close to? Like, what kind of food is it closer to? Uh, it's very close to Vietnamese food. Oh, okay. I love Vietnamese food. Like, <laughs> yeah, very close to Vietnamese. I think I had like a Lao. I'm sorry, I'm so bad mm-hmm. at Asian geography. I had like <laughs> the best fish. It was Vientianese and Laotian food. I don't know if that's even remotely close. But I'm I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna check it out. Total food. Cambodian food is good. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Awesome. And what's your plans for this year? 2022. Yeah. This year, I'm all about healing, self healing. Mm. Because, you know, girl, we all got that trauma. (laughs) But, Mm -hmm. and I, you know what? And on a serious note, I feel like um, personal self healing, um, it connects with my career success, right? Because to take me to the next level, because if I don't heal, every next level I get to, I'll sabotage it. Mm-hmm. All right. Cause I have a self-sabotage kind of, you know, thing about me. Mm-hmm. So I have to self heal and then um, make money. Those are my only two things this year. Yes. Those are great. <laughs> goals. I think <laughs> it's seriously, cause a lot of people make fun of new year's resolutions, but it's like, you got to do that, you know, and look at you yeah. and, you know, two short years, you've basically freaking catapulted yourself, you know, to the top basically. Um, and, uh, do you Thank know you. when you're um, no problem yeah when, when your minority um, model minority one hour is going to be out like no maybe- it's good I don't know the specific date it's going to be this year, this year but it's okay. still in it's still in post-production I'm just being slow <laughs> no, you're doing but- so many things 
<laughs> so many things. So what's your next shows? Where can we see you? Where can we um, stalk you? Yes. Yay, stalk me. Yeah. I love it. Um, so February, uh, I think it's February 11th. Okay. Um, I have a produced show. So if you go on Produced Sorry by Lin Sun. Yeah, yeah, go on go on Instagram and look for it. But February 11th, February 19th, mm-hmm. February 25th. I'm looking at your produced by Lynn Sancho and look at the title. Dirty and nerdy, kinky bitch, <laughs> almost famous, adorable. I wish my stupid trash can would just leave. Okay. I'm so sorry. Freaking freaking trash. You know, and and you, you could probably <laughs> you you could probably um attest to this, but uh, so because you're a businesswoman. So, you know, like I thought I started thinking to myself, like I'm work, I'm doing all this work for other people's dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not just work for myself? Yeah, exactly. Cause your brand is awesome. It's the fuck it brand. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you know, I can I can relate so much to it. Are you do you sell merchandise? Because yeah, there's merch. So if you go, if you're on my um, Instagram and you go to my link tree, there's um my merch is on there. So mm-hmm. you can support with also buying merch. Awesome. You know. And yeah, I, I love your hoodies. Do you have like what kind of apparel? Is it hats? As well? Um no, we do I have a lot of hoodies, mm-hmm. uh stickers, phone cases, t-shirts, pillows, things like that. Love so it. if you if you can support, you know, that would be not you, but I'm talking to whoever's listening. <laughs> if if you can support, that would be amazing because you know. I'm a single mom and I need to feed my kid. Hell yeah. And what, what has it been like being a mom for like the last two years? Like any advice out there? Oh God, it's hard as fuck. You know, kids, kids are hard. Kids are amazing, but also very hard. Um, I don't know if I have any advice, but I do know that personally, when I started to give myself more of a break, Mm-hmm. Um, and not be so hard on myself and not beat myself up so much. Um, I was happier. And you know, the thing is, um, like your kids don't need a lot of stuff. They just want a happy mom. Yes. So, That's the biggest thing. Like, so, you know, it's the biggest thing. Like they don't need all the well bells and whistles and playstations and whatever. They just want their mom to be happy. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. want love, That's you know? Good. Yeah. And then yeah. what's the difference between the biggest difference between like, I guess, three year olds versus five year olds and the in between five year olds be giving you an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 is your son telling jokes now or like kind of? I mean, they, he tells knock knock jokes, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, they, they like telling jokes. He likes doing fun. He likes making me laugh because, you know, they say when you when when you laugh, when kids tell you something and you laugh, it builds their confidence. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Which, yeah. yeah. Which means white moms laugh too much. Not to get it. You might be onto something, though. You know, it's like you know, Asians like our parents are not impressed. I mean, I don't, I can't for all, but you they're know, what I mean. like we're they're not impressed by anything. You know, <laughs> yeah. best. You know, I got a ninety-five on a test, a ninety-three on a test. And I was like, why did you get like a hundred? You know, it's just a- yeah, they're not. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, yeah. So um. Three three year olds is hard. Five year old is a little easier because they comprehend more of what you're saying. Mm. You know, so they under you can reason with them more. That that makes sense. Yeah, versus yeah. three year olds, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I heard terrible twos and stuff, and I'm just doing future research. I'm I don't I don't even have, I'm like totally single right now. Do you want kids? I don't know. I'm like oh, thinking okay. about this because like my mom had me when I was 31, and I'm 31 now. I was like, 
should I, you know, my mom was like, I had you too early. So I was like, Hmm, am I really ready for this? You know, uh, yeah. well, you know, right now it's, uh, I, I don't know. Cause there's nothing I can do about it. Right. So no. <laughs> yeah. I, I might be a terrible mom too. I'm just like, oh, I need to work through all my shit first. And- Girl, listen, the, the secret is we are all terrible moms. Everybody is a terrible mom. I'm serious. Everybody is a terrible mom in some way. Everybody. Don't let nobody, don't let these Instagram moms fool you. <laughs> They're terrible uh-huh. too. <laughs> but it, they make amazing comedy. Like huh? They make amazing comedy. All the moms did the, the special and you guys are just killing it. You guys are just- <laughs> Thank you. Uh, awesome. And then what, uh, what would you, what advice would you give to new comics? New comics? Yeah. Just uh, like new, new, like, let's say yeah, just starting out. Yeah. Just starting out. I don't know. I think I'm funny, but you know, I don't know if I should start an open mic. I don't know if I should. Oh, oh okay. Well, I'm a firm believer in, um, taking a class, the right class for you. So taking the right class is like finding the right therapist, right? So you have to have, you have to find the right teacher, you know, that works for you, that you mesh well with. Mm-hmm. So take the class um, to learn how to write a joke. Um, and then take the class seriously. <laughs> so don't just take, uh-huh. huh? Go ahead. What is it? Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So don't just take a class and then like not listen to what the teacher says. Why are you in that class? Right. Why do you have like four or five hundred dollars to burn? You know what I mean? So anyway, <laughs> take that class, take it seriously. Um, take and then de- and then here's a big one too. Like decide whether you're why you're doing this. Like, are you doing it for fun, or are you doing it because you want to make it a career? Because mm-hmm. those are two very different commitments, mm-hmm. right? So if you're just doing it for fun, then okay, well, do some open mics. Mm-hmm. Don't take class seriously. Have some fun. You know, whatever. But then if you're doing it as a career, then you really got to sit down and think about your goals and, you know, how do I craft a joke and how do I make a tight set, mm-hmm. you know, and surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. And when are you going to teach? I'm going to bug you about this forever. <laughs> I'm not going to teach. I'm too new to teach. But I, what I do have is I am starting to write a uh, like tips mm. for for newcomers. That's great. So tips for people who have been doing it for three years or less, right? So um, it's called How to Stay Standing Your First Three Years in Stand-Up. <laughs> oh, like a I'm so excited for that. And I don't write books well. <laughs> I don't like you would, but, you know, obviously. Just, just string up all your, you know, Facebook posts and it'd be a book. I know, right? <laughs> pretty sure you have a book. Yeah, if you just put everything together. Um, what were your favorite classes? um so uh Dow comedy bobby oliver is oh, great i'm i've been curious about that you know she her her philosophies and her style of doing stand of, of stand-up is where i learned to just be myself mm. so i just learned to just be authentic right so right out the gate she said um follow a path with heart mm. right and i understood that so i'm like that's why everything i do you know has i, I try to make it with purpose okay and she's really good at punch-ups right so she'll help she'll teach you that's where I learned how to pause in my sets you know how they're you know that's she taught me how to pause you got to pause you got to sit in silence you got to be confident enough to be silent on stage and just be okay with it (laughs) so um Dow Comedy is excellent Pretty Funny Woman is also excellent Lisa Sunstead great 
She believes in her students. She gives her students opportunities. You know, she's a great writer. She used to write for Chelsea Handler. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she's a good one. Um, so those are my two favorites. I love it. I'm excited. I learned mm-hmm. a lot in this episode. So where can we find you? Where can we see your shows? Um, so if you go to Instagram at Lynn TV, you can find me there. And then you go to at produced by Lynn Sun are all my shows that I'm producing. And then of course at fuck it comedy show. Awesome. Um, and all my information's there. Woohoo. So oh my god, I'm so excited I caught up with you. Um me too. So, yeah, to see you just just basically explode over the last two years doing so well. Thank you so much for being an inspiration, you know. Oh, can I can I say one last thing? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, please do. So um Lee's over here like a being all charismatic and charming and raising us up. But but I hit you up for business questions. <laughs> I want everybody to know this. <laughs> but I personally messaged her. Huh? You're doing it, you know, you're implementing. Yeah, but no, what I message you, you know what you're doing. Because I'd be like, how do I get into this? And how do I do that? And where do I start? And you have great ideas. So if, and don't you do consulting and stuff? Yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah. See, and look at me. I just snuck in her, into her DMs, asking her questions. (laughs) No, you're, you're amazing. And, you know, comedy wise, I, I wish I could be like half a level that you're at, but I'm just making enemies and just being (laughs) I, don't I love it all right you know well, I don't care anymore I should probably controversial huh? end up a little bit you know after after the Aiden Park class I was like oh I need to have a purpose for all these crazy <laughs> things so, yeah, you're just like flailing around <laughs> I mean like I I think it, it kind of hit me oh you know I should think about the business side of it why am I going to all these like things that maybe may not for me be not, right. not for me right and I was like oh you know so I've been thinking about that for the last two days um but good yeah. and um yeah I'm just so honored to you know that you allow me in your in your circle and you know thank of you for course. this podcast I'm gonna ask you for another interview in the next two years yeah I'm pretty sure you're going to be so famous. You may not even, you know, answer my messages, but well. listen to her, whatever. She's so sweet. Aw, <laughs> um, thank you. You're too awesome. Thank you so much for being <laughs> on the show and uh, hope to have you on the third episode. <laughs> thank you. Have a good day, everyone. <laughs> yeah,